Hey, y'all. This whole thing started as a group of friends playing Dungeons & Dragons, saying, hey, let's record. Maybe other people will enjoy sitting at the table with us. The fact that you're here listening to us play D&D will never fail to be wild to me. If you like what you hear and you want to peek behind the door, I invite you to join our Patreon. By contributing to the Patreon, you can gain access to exclusive, handcrafted content, while also helping us pay for things like podcast hosting and logo designs. It's tough out here. On top of that, each subsequent tier allows access to the previous tier's rewards. The $2 tier grants you the title of Honorary Son, while giving you access to the patron-only Discord channel and a bonus entry into our giveaways. The $5 tier knights you as a hero of the Ten Towns, giving you early access to our episodes and access to our patron-exclusive one-shots. The $10 tier elects you to Ted Johnson's cabinet, which opens the cover to Fang's detailed note-taking journal and lets you know of future Suns projects currently in the works. Thanks for everything you do, Patreon aside. Without you, we wouldn't be here. The link to the Patreon is in the link tree in our Twitter bio. We hope to see you out there. Thanks for listening, and stay frosty. Welcome back to Severed Sons, everyone. Let's go. <laughs> we are a Frost Maiden actual play DD podcast, and we are excited to bring you tales of the frozen north and the everlasting rhyme. My name is Ron Murphy, Dungeon Master, and around the virtual table we have Hey, it's Paul. Welcome. Hope you had a good day. Hello, this is Ross. Thanks for tuning in. Yo, I'm Josh. Eat those rusted potatoes. <laughs> we don't have Blake's. So I always forget. So, hey, I'm Zach, playing tracks. Hi, I'm Claire. Is this where I had? Where you are? Yeah. Hello. <laughs> That's true. It's Claire playing bets. Hello. And I'm. I've already said my name, so I'm not going to say <laughs> it again. Could. Tell them again. They got <laughs> it. Ron Murphy. Ron Murphy. Uh, do we have anything to talk about? Should we just what, dive what, in? Something happened last game. I got ice cream something cakes. Right? <laughs> oh, something stressful happened. I feel like something important happened. Less talk, more action. If everyone is ready, let's begin tonight's episode of Severed Sons, episode 31, Destruction's Light, part one. Last time, you arrived at the Sunblight Fortress, only to see a massive dragon made of Shardalan leap from the battlements and soar toward Ten Towns. As you debated on what to do, the stone gates of the fortress mysteriously opened on their own. You cautiously approached the dim chamber beyond, only to hear the Duragar within sound an alarm and prepare for battle. 
Brood, you barricaded the barracks door with a spear as Trax and Fang found a room containing a large map of ten towns. The Duragar broke down the door and poured out into the hallway, separating Donar from the rest of the party. Trax, you cast Enlarge on the Tortle Fighter, enabling him to hold off the Deep Dwarves, who also grew to twice their height. Donar, you valiantly tried to fight the rearguard, but fell to their war picks. However, as you lost consciousness, you saw a tall, red-haired Goliath woman step into the fray, saving your life. Yeah, I did. As the rest of you, and Spitz, who wild-shaped into a brown bear, picked off the Duragar stragglers, Trax studied the map and discovered that Zardarok Sunblight had sent his dragon construct on a destructive tour of Ten Towns, with Dugan's Hole as the first target. Not the hole. Not the hole. <laughs> Not the hole. Fang cast a sending spell and sent word about the dragon to the missing Kai, who had parted with the group after defeating the dapperly-dressed ogres. Following Spitz's lead, you descended the treacherous mountain path, intent on warning ten towns of their impending doom. So if we all go to the map, so I'm kind of backtracking a little bit. So you are currently here, the fortress is here, like kind of like on the southern end of the, the peaks. The way you came into Sunblight is that you had to come around mm-hmm. the the eastern end of this mountain right here. And then up to the fortress. Spitz, you know of a way down quickly. I sure do. She takes you to this series of rope slides and swings and takes you on a very harrowing, very quick path down to the tundra below. And it only takes about 30 minutes. Oh, frick. Wow, this was harrowing. I mean, that was really fast. (laughs) And they were well camouflaged. Like the, you wouldn't normally have just seen them. Like Kai probably could have seen him with his high perception, but unless you happen to build them yourself. Ooh. So after a harrowing journey down the mountains, you get onto the tundra, and you can see the low-lying cloud being disturbed by the flapping wings of the of the dragon way to the north. As you head that direction, over the sound of the wind, you can hear the barking of dogs getting louder. And through the blowing snow come three wooden sleds, pulled by canines as big as wolves. The closest driver calls out, Can we be of service? And you see, and this is where we left off last time, you see this woman, older woman, driving one of the sleds, and two more sleds slide to a stop next to her. She is cocooned in cold weather gear, but there's an owl sitting on her shoulder, a white snowy owl. Her sled has two Icewind Cobalt zombies riding on it, and the other two sleds are just covered. There's about a total of about 15 Cobalts, some alive, some quite dead wounds, but obviously moving, and like one of their eyes, their eyes are moving at different directions. It's very creepy. The Each sled is pulled by six strong dogs that look as big as wolves, and she calls out to you and says... I saw the commotion in the mountains. Is there anything I can do to help? Well, uh, are you providing us with a ride? Uh, perhaps. My name is Velen Harpel. And Fang, you know that name. Yeah, Fang will raise a finger and he'll say, I'm, I'm sorry, did you say Harpel? Uh, yes, Harpel of the Harpels of Longsaddle. Of, 
of Long Saddle, yes. Uh, and with that, Fang will step forward and uh, he'll say, I grew up in Long Saddle. I know of your family quite well. Really? Do you know of... And she just starts listing off like five or six names. And you've heard of some of them, but some of them you haven't. You know, you know the Harpels are a huge family. Um, Fang will say, yes, yes, I, I, I'm aware of your very extensive family tree. Uh, I, I don't believe that our families had much uh, correspondence uh, while in the short time that I was in Long Saddle. Uh, oh. But uh, what I, I am curious. Uh, it's, it's quite a coincidence to, to see a Harpel up here uh, in Icewind Dale uh, now, of all times. Well, it's uh, what, been a while since I've here? been to Long Saddle. I'm up here on some business, which I would like to talk to you about. However, I see that there's a much more pressing matter. I was actually on my way. Uh, I have some friends of mine in Dugan's Hole told me that you were headed this direction. And I was, I'd heard of your exploits in East Haven. And in Targos. And I was I'm, I was looking for some adventurers that might be able to aid me in a little situation, but obviously we don't have time to talk about this. Yeah, freaking right. I, um, we need to get... If you are willing to give us a ride, then we, we, we surely will be making haste. I'll tell you what. And she goes over and starts kicking off some of the zombies off the to make room for all of you. Like, leaving them behind in the cold. And she you see him kind of like just point at them, and she, like, points off to the side, and the zombie just goes and stands there, unmoving. And she's like, there should be room for all of you now on these sleds. Which direction should How we go? How quickly can you get us to Bryn Shander? Is that where you want to go? I believe that should be our first stop, yes. But but it's headed towards Dugan's Hole. It will be there long before we can reach. Then we need to help them. The best we can do right now is get to Bryn Shander. Why? Be- Fang, make a insight check. 23. Valen is watching Trax's and Brune's little argument closely, and actually has a little sly smile. Look, the dragon will have destroyed Dugan's Hole and moved on to another city by the time we reach there. The most help we're going to provide is to the people that are still alive in the cities that are untouched. If we can make it to Bryn Shander, perfect. If we can make it to Targos, even better. Is that our way? We and can... what of the people in Dugan's Hole? Do we leave them? There is literally nothing we can do. Is there no way to send word? I so don't that have they any can way. Leave? We'd have to reach. They'd have to. Do you do you have a sending spell, ma'am? Donar clutching his gut from where he was pierced, just like an hour ago. He's going to say, <laughs> I-, "I can only do it if they're like super close to me." <laughs> I, I can't do it as long as, as the others can. Uh, sending is not a spell that I know. No. Unfortunately, used my last correspondence with Kai. Yeah, Bru- Bruin, I know it sucks, dude, but we're just going to have to hope that they can triage the best we can. If at the end of the day we're saving more lives, if we could save all the people in Dugan's Hole, that'd be freaking bonzer, dude. But that means that everybody else dies if we focus on them, unfortunately. Wow, Jonah. My gut. Succinctly put, thank you. I'm trying to be responsible, and I just almost died, so I've got a lot on my mind. Trax, uh, can you remind us the trajectory of the dragon after Dugan's Hole? Which direction does it go? It's moving counterclockwise, so good mead, East Haven, Kerr Denival, Koenig, and so forth. 
Tagos and Bring Shanda will be the last. Shander is the epicenter. And Fang, as he rubs his eyes, and they they do seem to be perhaps the most equipped to let the other towns know. If we are all, if we are only one group delivering a message, then we have to rely on the the help of others to help deliver the message. If we go to Dugan's Hall and nobody is there, then there is nobody to deliver the message. We are that much further behind. I precisely. And Fang's kind of like running through the logic in his own brain. Finally, he's like, I, I'm. All due respect, Brun. I, I, I think that Drax is right. Does anybody have some paper and some things to write with? I, I do. Yes. The best I can do is ask some birds to send some word for us, because there's no way that with us in the shape that we're in, especially with you, and she points over at Donar, that we'll be able to fight this thing. And I hate admitting that, but it's true. But we gotta do something. We gotta get people out of there. I'm sorry, what is your uh, name again? My name... Yeah, we didn't... Oh, hello. Yes, my name is Spets. This is not really the time for introductions. Yeah, we could be doing all this we on could the be freaking going. I was going to say that's a, that is a good idea, Spitz. Okay. Yes? Um, who would like to get on what dog sled? Um, are we driving or are we riding along? There are... Um, you can do both. Uh, however, How many the are people there? Who are, there are three dog sleds. One person can ride with Vilen. Two people can ride on each of the others. Uh, however, you can ride and a kobold is driving. Or you can drive. Well, Donar has a uh, something that I didn't think I was going to be able to use, but a proficiency in land vehicles. Hey. So he's rubbing, rubbing his, his gut wounds. He's going to step forward and say, you know, back at the monastery, occasionally I'd have to run out and get specific ingredients. <laughs> I think I could take a crack at those dogs. Uh, oh, you're hurt, aren't you? Yeah. And Belen reaches into her bag and pulls out a superior healing potion. Oh, wow. You have no uh, no idea how much this means. I'll make you the best potato you ever had when this is all over. You could cook? Oh, just, we'll talk about it on the dogs. I feel like... <laughs> talk about, about it on the dogs. <laughs> I'm going to step forward and he'll say, uh, is, is there room on, on your sled, Valin? Uh, yes, I have room for one person. Well, I, if you don't mind, I, I believe I will take passenger on yours. Okay. I think that I have to um, ride with the little loud one so we can work together on making these notes and getting them sent off. Brune, we can talk about space. Come on. <laughs> uh, Donar, this... <laughs> actually, let me write this down. Who is on... Who's together? Brune, we can talk about space. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don, Donar and Brune. Excellent adventure part two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a hefty sled. <laughs> That's true. Valen and Fang. Spets and Traps. And... That sounds like a show. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to Spits and Traps on Nick Jr. <laughs> he comes up to her knee. It's blowing my mind, you guys. I can't stop thinking about okay. it. We got to do the uh, thing. Uh, Ron, Ron, really quick. Uh, the, su- yes. the superior healing potion, what is... 8d4 plus 8. Damn! Oh, my God. Get healed, bro. Superiorly. <laughs> 84 plus 8? Okay. Yeah. I believe in yeah. healing potion superiority. <laughs> Dice crackling in my ears. I rolled a lot of ones, but I regained 23. That's pretty good. Total. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, okay. I'm feeling a lot better. Thank you so much. Well, if we're going to go up against a dragon. Yeah, freaking, yeah, you're right. Good point. We better be in the best shape we've ever been in. Which direction should we go? And she asks at a fang. Fang, well, he'll say, do you, do you know... Icewind Dale well? 
Not very. I'm, I, I've been up here a few months, but... Then head northward. If we come across the Dugan's Hole, uh, the chances are we are going to see a, a dragon heading that direction. Keep us out of sight. If we can see it on the way and see how they're doing, great. But we are heading northward toward Brinshander. Whoever is driving, make a survival... Donar, you're going to roll with proficiency since you have the proficiency in land vehicles. Gotcha. So that's adding my proficiency bonus? Yes. If, if you're proficient in survival, it doesn't matter, but... Um, oh, but actually, not, I already am. <laughs> okay, so... How'd that happen? <laughs> Spitz, are you driving the other one? I mean, I... I probably. <laughs> probably? Unless one of the yeah. other kobolds can drive it? Oh, I'm going to be writing the notes, so... Yeah. That's... Yeah. The kobold is... Um, Actually, there's two kobolds, one on top of the other's shoulders, and oh, the other man. one is like, I want to you see, see this, it kind of like doing a whip motion. <laughs> Ron, I sent you a um, message. Okay. For uh, storytelling purposes, Donar would have offered to Brune to to get help with the navigation because he knows that Brune is struggling yeah. emotionally with this decision. So I, I'm not asking for advantage because okay. I, I don't want to do that. But uh, if that changes the role at all, and if it doesn't, that's also fine. So you start heading north, generally north, like kind of heading towards, because if you're right there on the map, then you're heading sort of like toward the red waters. It seems like pretty split that it, like if we reach the road, the east way, or here, it seems like it's a pretty straight shot. Because I know road is better than yeah, tundra, road right? Yeah, would be um, faster. On dog sled, it's uh, two hours because you're in the snow and not on a road. It's yeah. two two miles per hour. So, Spitz would know that it would take five hours to get to Dugan's Hole. Oh, can I do math? Eight hours to get to Brinchander. All right. Unless I mathed wrong. <laughs> so <laughs> it is entirely possible. Okay. She's gonna be any eagles she can see, just like calling to them, asking them. And to I'll fly be to I'll be writing. Places. Tracks will be writing to all of the the um, writing speakers notes. that we've met, and I'll write multiple of the same notes. Speaker huddle. This is Tracks Popfoot. We met when blah blah blah. There is a dragon have done it like that kind of thing. You know, yeah. m- multiple copies in the attempt that okay, one fails. So you start traveling. It's been an hour or two, and you get to let's see. After one hour, actually, I'm going to say an hour and fifteen minutes. As you get further north, those clouds have begun to clear a little bit as you're getting farther away from the mountains. And you look far to the west, and you see something very unusual. You see this yellowish, bright yellow, thin beam of light heading from... Like, you're about... You've made it about here. Dugan's Hole, above Dugan's Hole. You see this bright yellowish beam of light come down from the sky... There's like, after a few seconds, you hear a, a big rumble. And then a few seconds later, maybe about 15, 20 seconds later, you see another beam of light. And then again, you hear that rumble kind of echoing as it like the sound takes a while to travel to get so to your ears. If we're about there, I might yell back. Well, let's see here. Let me do the ruler. So it's been two hours since you left the fortress. You got an hour 15, so you probably got to... 
That's a pretty Probably good like estimate. 2.5. Yeah, Hell yeah, because... Ron. Yeah. Quick maps. Yeah, right there. Right there. That's where you are. Does anybody know what that is? I think we know what that is. Specifically, no, I just know it's bad. It's a dragon. Oh, uh, yeah. Presumably, it's breath weapon. What are you going to do? Valen's looking at Fang and says, Should we keep going? Should we veer off? What should we do? Uh, so far on this trip, Fang has been really distracted. Uh, he's he's really not striking up any conversation. He's just kind of holding on, and he's lost in thought, and he kind of gives her some sort of offhand answer of, should Avoid it. Move northward. And he doesn't really give her much time of day when she asks. Okay, you've got it. Lynn shouts to the other two dog sleds and said, Fang says, keep moving north, moving north. And she's pointing to the north. And you see the kobolds like, yeah, 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 yeah. And the, the kobolds that's driving spits and traxes is just like, quack, 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 quack. and the wolves look very, very spits annoyed. Spits is going to uh, uh, say to them, since she can speak to animals at will, uh, she's just oh, going nice. to say, I'm sorry you have to deal with them, but thank you, you're doing a great job. They'll get theirs eventually. Mm. <laughs> I imagine Trax is just watching Spitz go. <laughs> okay, this is weird. Continue um, writing. <laughs> you're a two foot tall lizard. Doesn't get a lot weirder than that. Oh, wait till you hear my backstory. It's even weirder. Anyway. Great. Can we see like any of the buildings of Dugan's Hole at all? Not at this distance, no, because there's a, there's hills in the way. See, like you can see the kind of the, the the lights coming from in the air. So you're really seeing it kind of like arc down. You know, I imagine we're we're on the sleds are moving. You know, as fast as they can. Trax is going to yell to Fang. He's going to say, "We should try to stop at East Haven if we can." Fang does not respond. Um, Valen says to the other sled on the other side and says, "East Haven, we're headed yeah, to all East right, Haven. We're staying the course." You travel for another 30 minutes or so. It's been two hours and 30 minutes since you left the fortress. You see one final blast of light, and amongst the light, you see it kind of like arc down, but part of it is obscured by black smoke rising into the air. And then the smoke kind of like billows as like dragon wing beat furiously. You continue northward. The, the importance of how what's happening to Ten Towns is weighing heavy on you. Everyone's traveling in pretty much silence. Uh, Spitz, I'd like you to make a nature roll to see if you see any birds oh. around. <laughs> Ooh, I rolled an eight. Um, it appears as if animals seem to be aware of something unusual happening, and they've just they've gone to ground. They're hiding. You haven't seen that any. Sucks. After 30 more minutes, silent travel, you're getting closer to, like, you're having to kind of go around some of the hills because it, it slows you down going up on some of those, like, big, rounded hills, just traveling, traveling silently. Suddenly, through the silence, the wind under everybody's ears, uh, you hear Fang on his sled with Valin, and he very suddenly, and out of very much nowhere, just yells, Frederica! And he, like, starts kind of breathing, like, and when he sees that he's talked very much out of turn, uh, he looks, he looks up to see if anybody notices. And Fang just... Uh, what, he, what was that? Looks at her really sheepishly, and he just says, 
I'm so sorry. Never mind. Then he shakes his head. He says, never mind. Uh, my name's Valin, not Frederica. And he goes back back to, to thinking and keeping his mouth shut. He's, he's definitely embarrassed. He's kind of like huddled his, his coat up uh, more to kind of not meet anybody's gaze. You get another mile to the north. As you come around the hill, you see to the north, almost directly across the frozen red waters, you hear another crash. And you hear, you see the beam of light come down over Goodmead. Do we have any sort of better view on, like, the actual damage it's doing? Um, you're closer. I think if you were closer to the Red Waters, you might be able to see across. Because mm. Goodmead's up mm-hmm. on the hill a little bit, away from the Red Waters. You hear over the, the soft winter wind that's kind of across the tundra, and the wind whipping by as you're on the dog sleds. You don't see any more lights, but you do hear crashing and things being just ripped asunder, echoing across the tundra. All of those people. What do you do? Spitz is going to quietly say to Trax, do you know how long it took between those lights? What, what was it, Ron? It's like 30, 30 minutes? Between the la- end of the end of the yeah. last one and the reaching of that one? It took about, yeah, 30 minutes. To, it was about a 30-minute travel like before the lights started back up in Goodmead. 30 minutes. We're not going to make it to East Haven. It's four miles between Dugan's Hall and Goodmead. That thing can go four miles in 30 minutes. We need to get to Bryn Chander as quickly as possible. I don't even think we have time to stop at East Haven. I think you might be right. How frozen is the lake? What are the, the chances we could cross it on sleds? It's very frozen. I mean... The Red Waters is more like a frozen river. Uh, in Mare Duldon and, Mer- and Loch Dinashir are big enough that there's like parts that are open water in the middle of the frozen lake, but the Red Waters are pretty frozen. I mean, you'd have to be careful. What if we cut through, went through Dugan's Hole, and got to Bryn Chander? I think that's a good idea. Maybe at this point we'd have we'd I think we'd still have to go to the east way, but maybe if we go across the red waters to, towards Goodmead, we can't save Goodmead, but it might shave off some time. What's the plan? Valen says. We're going to risk going over the red waters. Oh man. Okay, it's your funeral. Yours too. As she asked that, Fang looked to tracks uh, as if he he's more invested. Okay, two miles to get to the, the shores of Redwater. Um, you get to the shores an hour later, so you are right about there. Uh, when we get there, Brune's going to kind of nudge Donar and ask for the the reins, or however it is we, we steer the, sh- um, the sleds and just give a, mm-hmm. do not worry yourself on this, Donar. I will get us across. Brune, when you're in charge, dude, I don't worry a bit. <laughs> And he's going to step aside. To the north, you see just great gouts of black smoke. And you can see structures completely torn down. The Mead Hall, which is like the tallest structure in town, is still standing, but it's covered in smoke. You see one final bright beam of, of radiant light strike the last building. And you hear screams. And then you can see the dimmest outline of the dragon taking off toward the 
uh, northeast. Everybody going across red waters, make a survival check. Before we start, Bruno, Bruno say single file, follow my tracks as best as you can. Wait, Villain waves at you. Do you want uh, everybody making survival or just the drivers? Uh, the drivers. Right, yeah, good. Okay. Uh, good luck, so inspiration <laughs> on that. We got it. Ah, okay. Great. They disturb me. Aren't you one of them? I'll explain. Okay. It's a long. It's not actually a long story. I'm I'm an elf in a kobold's body. That's it. That's the. <laughs> that's the whole oh, story. Oh, that's a natural twenty for a twenty-five. Let's wow. go, brother. Yes. Okay. Thank God. Everybody for inspiration. after that has in, has. Has advantage on the roll because of that. You are taking the correct path over the frozen waters. Valin gets a eighteen, and the Kobolds. Let's go! Come on, buddies! Come on, little dudes! <gasps> Fucking nineteen and a natural twenty with advantage. Damn. <laughs> Ron, I was so scared. <laughs> this you, might be the most stressful oh episode. You are yeah. the GM. I'm so afraid. I just want to throw <laughs> up a little bit. I already did. You make it across the red waters quite quickly. And are you going to head from here? It's kind of like a slope going upward. Do you want to go head north, knowing that the dragon is heading toward east? Yeah, Island? I think we should just go straight north. It's going to take an hour and a half to get to the road. On that hour and a half, if Fang can bend Valen's ear uh, just yes. a moment uh he'll she's driving but she's behind Bruins, so maybe she's not concentrating so much yeah but fang will say uh you said that you uh you had friends in dugan's hole did you not i know of a, a tracker in dugan's hole named Iselm, and he is a skilled wilderness guide he he was telling me about a place called jarlmut that's out west I can tell you more about it later, but yes, I'm. I'm sure I would love to hear about it. My question is: uh, You said that you had friends in Dugan's Hold that that uh, told you of our our exploits and that you had heard of us. Uh, you you don't seem particularly worried uh, that Dugan's Hold has been potentially burned to a crisp. Uh, are are you are you concerned for for your friend? Isolm can take care of himself and can lead any survivors out of the city. Can I insight check just, like, her story? Yeah, oh wait, I probably can't hear that. Well, you can't, you can't, yeah. Uh, she says, to be honest, Islam is the only person I like that lives in Dugan's Hole. I've only been there twice, met him the first time, and then came back through when I was following rumors of your travels and your adventures. The people in Dugan's Hole are quite annoying. Yeah. <laughs> 23 on insight. Yeah, she she's telling the truth. But she you get the uh the kind of the she kind of doesn't care that Dugan's hole got uh destroyed. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's it doesn't bother her. I, I would imagine that Fang continues that conversation with her kind of prods her a little bit on like why she's here in this moment, uh etc, but for time's sake we uh we won't don't need to RP it. Well, she'll she'll say um I do need your help and I'm willing to help you do whatever you need. You are brave, a brave group of adventurers. I need a brave group of adventurers, and I'm willing to prove my worth for your help. Fang will, he'll say, I, I'm sure that, that we can work something out after, you know, after we deal with, with what is going on currently. But I, I would love 
she goes, yo, and like shakes the reins and the wolves take off. And as even he faster for a, a better uh, a hold to stay on, he says, but I would prefer that you speak to, to us as a group. Uh, Fang did not, Fang's family, I feel like did not trust the Harpels fully. I, Fang. They were magic users. Yeah. Yeah. Fang was always taught to kind of like stay, steer clear of, of the Harpels kids and, and whatnot. So, uh, he's, he's not. He's he's not on board with this woman just yet. You've never heard specifically of okay. her. Thank you. Just so you know. Cut to tracks. I am scared shitless right now. You're telling me? Uh, I... I'm here with a group of strangers while a dragon is destroying the only place I've ever known. And I don't know the townies very well. But I've grown a bit fond of them. And I don't know... <laughs> If you're from the Dale, it's special to you. There's something important about it. It's got a lot of heart. And this dragon is just destroying it, and I feel so useless. But we'll be able to do something, I'm sure. When I got here, I, uh, I think I had a bit of a sense of superiority on these people. I'm, I'm wealthy, I'm from a town in the south, and I think I view these people as a, as a, at a, at a city dwelling, as a city dwelling aristocrat. And, uh, I think they saw through that. They they treated me in kind, and... I'm sure they did. Oh, they did. <laughs> they were little shits about it. But, you know, I... I've come to like these people. And I feel the same way. It saddens me that we won't be able to save that many of them. But uh, if we can save any of them... Best we can do. That's good. To the east, you hear a giant crash ring out through the air. And another, you see another bolt of yellow light. Uh, under his breath, he just starts saying a prayer. Fultus grant them sanctuary. He, his mace glows a little bit on his hip. The dragon's breath weapon continues to fire off every few minutes. You're traveling along the road, which means you can... Three miles per hour. Ooh, three an extra mile. Also, Ron, I wanted to ask, could some folks potentially take... A long rest on the road, since it would be smoother of a ride. You're, now that you're on the road, it's a lot smoother. Before, like there was a couple of places on the tundra where there was like a fissure where this that you had to like a small ravine where you had to like get off real quick and like haul. Like the the wolves would jump over the ravine, and you'd have to like kind of haul the the sled over the ravine to get to it. So there wasn't really a way to get a, a a long rest. You might be able to get a short rest in that time, but now that you've gotten on the road, it might be easier to make a if you're driving you won't be able to. But you could definitely take a short rest now, now that you're on the road, if you wish. Which direction are you going to go? So it's about two and a half miles to the intersection. You can make it to the intersection in a little less than an hour. And then, can we do we have a visual on Goodmead at all? The actual town itself. Um, you look behind you and you, you just see black smoke, and you actually you see some figures, kind of like large, tall figures, wandering around the ruined streets of Goodmead. Can I? That feels bad. Do they? Do they look like? Can Can we see from here? Uh, you just see the outlines like from fires that have been like the the buildings are on fire. It looks like they might be taller than ten feet tall. 
It, I, I feel like we might not also be fighting an aerial battle, but it seems perhaps the Duragar are on foot. These don't look like Duragar. They look oh, more they like monstrous ogres, perhaps. Oh. Maybe even, even better. Can I see if there are any other animals nearby? Even one. Make a nature Wait. roll. It's been a while, and you're on the other side of the redwaters, so and you're closer to the forest here. Um, That's a twenty-two. You do see some birds, and they they seem to be like flying from various locations and flying toward the forest north of Bigmeat, trying to get to safety. Um, Spitz is going to look at tracks and really quickly say, I've got two options here. Right. We can talk to these birds, see if they can get some messages out. Or, I can't do them at the same time. I could get one of the birds to come here, and I could see what it sees for a while, and hope that it goes over to Goodmead and Dugan's Hole so we can get a better look at it. What do you think is most helpful? I think getting a message out is going to be the priority over surveying the damage. Great. Okay, wonderful. Uh, and then Spitz is going to call out to as many of the birds as possible. Okay, you rolled, what, a 23? Yeah, uh, 22. 22. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> okay. Uh, th- three falcons kind of land, and you see, like, the falcons kind of peck at the kobold. One of the kobolds that's, like, hanging onto the side, it's like, chicken, and, and the falcon Don't claws it, and it falls off. The and poom, 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 rolls the, off. The cobalt does. The cobalt does. Yeah. Why would you do? So no, don't do that. I thought that was okay, kind of funny. You are also a cobalt. Okay, I can whatever. hold my own. I'm okay. The falcon says. The falcon says he was being a bitch. <laughs> okay, well then that's fair. Maybe he deserved it. I spoke too soon. Okay, we really need your help. We have a couple of messages written up. If you could please fly them to these people. Uh, this this other lizard man uh, is going to talk to you. Well, I guess I'll get a description and translate and all that. But That would be appreciated. If you could send word for us, you'd save a lot of lives. Tell me who to talk to. Great. Tracks. Yes, yes. We've got three of these birds here. Please. Uh, where should we send the messages and who to? Give me a description. I'll translate into bird for you. All right. Unfortunately, I don't think that Ker Denival or Ker Koenig are going to make it. Uh, let's prioritize Tourmaline and Lonelywood and Bryn Shander if they can make it. But I feel like perhaps all three sending north might yield better results. Great. I mean, we'll get to Bryn Shander. Probably around the same time. So, yes. So, Tourmaline. They'll be looking for. They'll be looking for Speaker Masio. He is a half orc. Really, Spitz is describing and doing little hand. He things. has the fang. Yes, really anyone. And so he, because they don't have to spread it out so far, he is going to pull out his uh, recording devices instead. His little magical tinkering devices, and he's going to leave the message okay. on there, so it's a little bit more obvious that it's something that someone needs to listen to. And he'll take out the mm-hmm. two, and he's going to record a message for... Is it Speaker Ma- Matthew? Math- Matthew. Matthew. Yeah. Matthew. 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 Yes, yeah, so I was like, oh, it's, it's been a while. And then one for Nimsy Huddle, right? And Lonelywood. Lonelywood. And he's going to leave. He's going to mm-hmm. hand them over to Spitz and say, please, make sure that they get to them. 
especially lonely wood. Great. And then Spitz hands them out, tells the birds, now this is very important. And she's going to pull out from her backpack, like some jerky Mm -hmm. that she has with her, little pieces of like cured meat. I would like you to make a persuasion roll at advantage because you've fed the bird. Yes. Always feed the bird. Which is great because she's got a plus zero. So nice. Twelve. The the birds seem to be agreeable to your terms. Thank you very much. Does did only two go? Do we still have one? All th- yeah, all three birds will go. Okay, we're yeah, I'll I'll, you, I'll record yeah. three. Cool, cool, because cool, cool. I'm I'm imagining I'm saying something. Let me just double check. Hang on one second. Yeah, because I have three magical tinker. I'm I'm not using any of them. It's a six second message. What do, what does so the message I'll say? say? Um, Dragon approaching, seek shelter, tracks. Evacuate, evacuates a bit better than shelter when- Evacuates probably- I feel like that's a bit saying that you- <laughs> I, that, I, Okay, yes. Uh, dragon approaching, evacuate city, Bryn Chanda? Uh, hang on, let me, let me see. Someone, someone pull up a timer. Time someone pull yeah, up a timer. I'd like to think that you're recording it. Spitz is like, and and re because six, like, six like seconds is more than I'm thinking that it is. Someone time me. Yeah, I got you. Okay, ready? Uh, yep. Let's say, okay, tell me when to go. Great. Dragon approaching. Evacuate to Bryn Shander. Tracks. That was three seconds. Uh, so. Oh, I got. Uh, it plays twice. There we go. There we go. Per- perfect. That's, I feel like that's okay. the relevant information, so, right? Do these messages, are these messages replayable? Uh, 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 yes, yes. So they can play them over and over yeah. again. Okay. Okay. So you sent one to Speaker Matthew in um, Tourmaline, and you sent one to Lonelywood, yes. to uh, Nimsy Huddle. Where does the third one go? Uh, suggestions? I guess we could try and send one... Speaker Nerith in Targos might be worth mentioning, but... That might be a good idea, actually. Yeah, so I'll I'll record one more. That would get the the word to Bremen quicker. We have not been to... So I'll send one to Targos as well, because I don't think we're going to make it. So the the three falcons take the messages in their claws and launch into the air and head toward the northwest. You travel for... What was it I said? You, like, up to... 2.5. 2.5. So that's so a little less than an hour. A little less than an hour. So what was it, eight hours total to get to Bryn Chander? Well, you get to the intersection. It's only that's been an five. hour. And then five left. You get to the intersection, and you hear to the south, you still see the dragon flying. But you kind of like, you actually see it, like, and it's illuminated by fires down below in East Haven. But it's still in East Haven. You travel for an hour, and it's still there. And it's, you actually hear the shouts of, like, men, and you hear, like, people actually defending the town and shouting, and the sounds of combat, the sounds of, like, archers, fire! And you hear East Haven fighting back. And then the dragon swoops down and fires another breath weapon ray. Fang's ears are perked, like, straight up, like, listening to as much as he can, and he'll say, do you think that they have a chance of winning? Do you think that we could tip the scales if we went that direction? That's a risky gamble. It's possible that we get there and the dragon leaves and now we've lost three 
three, four hours. We are not well rested. We would lose an hour and a half. But to go back the other way. That's true, that is three hours. I think we have to put our faith in the people of East Haven. We could try to go to Caer Donival. I think the dragon would beat us there. I say stay the course. Sick of communication. Hope that they can uh, weaken it just a little bit. Look, I hate to seem heartless here, but I'm playing the numbers. It would take us two hours to get to Caer Donival. If they're putting up a fight with that dragon, the distance from East Haven to Caer Donival, it could probably clear in about an hour. So if East Haven could buy us one hour of time. Um, if you traveled along the shore, it would be, because it's uh, snow, it would mm-hmm. be two miles per hour. If you tra- but if you travel along the road. The road. Is, is I have seven mi- miles on the map you sent. From, from the, yeah, seven miles from the intersection. Yeah. So it'd only be about an hour and a little over, over two hours. Yeah. Get the care if we go to East Haven and it is gone, can we not just go back to Bryn Shander or like originally planned? We can. I'm saying that we potentially lose three hours, but what? It-, <sighs> it seems like the dragon will carry on anyway. I don't know how many more towns we'd be able to save in those three hours. Those exactly. three hours might give us more time to prepare in Bryn Shander. But if there are any other animals in East Haven, we could send word to them as well. Or we've told people to gather at Bryn Shander, so maybe they can send word as well. You know that East Haven is uh, much bigger. It's like the second largest city in Tin Towns. I think it's worth trying to save the second largest city in Tin Towns, because they're fighting for their lives, and we could make a difference. So it's worth giving it a go. The fight with the dragon will come, but we also must remember why we fight dragons. And Bryn's gonna start heading towards East Haven. He's just gonna do it. Shoot. And his dog sled, he turns it, and actually, you were just kind of parked at the intersection, and with a whip, Bryn takes the dog sled and heads to East Haven. Well... I think that's a good call, Tortle. Let's go! Well, three hours won't make that much of a difference. Fang was also in... Turmoil. He had big puppy eyes looking at Brune, like waiting for him to make the decision. And Fang, <laughs> he like squeezes <laughs> Valen's arm and he says, Follow him with no room for uh, interpretation. You've got it, son. Brune knows Donar hasn't had uh, much uh, time to kind of recoup from the last fight. I mean, he got, he got healed a little bit, but uh, he's going to kind of look him in the eyes and just see how he's doing with the decision he just made. Uh, I, I, I imagine that Donar would have just had a, a hand on Brune's shell the whole time and give him a curt nod. Not not bad curt, but short, like, I'm on board. I'm on board. <laughs> but, he, but he wouldn't say that. He's got his shutter shades. <laughs> so you know it's on. Yeah, It's five miles to East Haven, so it's an, like about an hour, a little over an hour and a half. Does anybody take a short rest who was able to? Bets would love to. Donar is going to as well and spend a hit die. Maybe two. Okay. With Fang as well. Okay. Before she does, she's going to put- Brune cannot because he is driving. That's fine. Spitz is going to put a, a hand very carefully on Trax's shoulder and say, We're going to save some lives. The Dale might do better than we think. They're pretty tough up here. Let's hope. Sure are. 
you travel for an hour and a half. You get to this, this downward slope that leads down to Loch Dinishir and to the port town of East Haven. You see some of the buildings are on fire, but most are still standing. Uh, the dragon, like it looks like you see it large and imposing. It sails down and you see like arrows fly up from the, from the ground at it and it veers off flies up out of range then it comes down and breathes another breath weapon onto another part of the town. So you're outside the city and you see like people running through the streets. Uh, there's actually on the shore right here north of you you see stragglers like people who have survived and are leaving the city. They're currently trying to evacuate as fast as they can. There's, it's like several families. There's maybe like 20 to 50. The attack has only been going on for so long and, it's, and the city's pretty big. So, uh, but you can see people kind of like slowly leaving the city, like running for their lives. What do you do? You don't see any obvious guards. Do we the see town th- ha- the town hall is here. You, you kind of see the dragon flying over the Eastern part of the city. Are people uh, f- actively fighting this dragon? Um, not on the west end. There are people mostly flying. You do see, like, where the dragon is, like, closer to the middle of town. You know, because the town hall's here, and there's a lot of shops and stuff in this area, you know, from your shopping excursions. Actually, you see flaming arrows, actually, at one point, launch into the air against the dragon. And the dragon kind of, like, this. some of them, because it hits this, the, the stone hide of the dragon and just kind of, like, ping, ping, ping. And the flames just kind of spark out, and it doesn't seem to be doing much damage. What do you do? Shall we go there then? Get us as close as we can. Do we remember if there was a um, like a blacksmith or a, an armorer around that area, place with weapons? There is. That's where we got uh, our stuff. Yeah. So you start heading toward the town, into the town. You're having to fight against a little bit of traffic. It's like people are like grabbing everything they can. You actually get past the. Cooking Institute. Donut. <laughs> oh man, how's, <laughs> how's it looking? It looks like it's in in good shape. There's like big chain lock on the front door, but it looks like it's it's escaped unharmed so far. Uh, it looks like the the dragon has only been in East Haven for let me get my timeline two and a half hours only. <laughs> As we pass the cooking, most Institute. of the damage has been to the east of the town. You see smoke coming up from. There. As we pass the uh, Culinary Institute, Donar would just grip the handle of the frying pan and say, "Stay st- to himself, stay strong, chefs." Boys, pour some oil out on the shoulder and gives himself vigilant blessing. You get to where the town hall is. Let's say the road takes you like here, and the dragon has flown to the south and is starting to make another pass. Looks like it's starting to aim toward the town hall. It's quite a ways off right now. But you see guards have set up around, and you see um, Captain Argalath. She is, like, commanding guards, and you see her really taking charge. And you're like, ready? Fire! And you see, like, archers firing up at the dragon as it passes by. The dragon flies right out of reach as the the arrows kind of arc right underneath it. She sees all of you coming up on the dog sleds. You just rode the dog sleds in the town. You see Valen Fang. Fang, you see Valen reach into her cloak uh, and pull out. He's been wand. holding on, I'll say to her. Uh 
as like it'll seem like he's holding on to stay onto the sled, but it's really just to keep her close. Uh, and as she does that, he squeezes a little uh-huh. harder by in, on instinct, and he'll say, "You show us what you're made of here. Prove to me that I can trust you." Oh, you've never seen a Harpel fight, have you? Twirls the wand in her hand and like readies it. The kobolds, as you pull up, the kobolds get off and kind of make a protective ring around her. They're staying close to her, even the zombies are. The guards who are fighting kind of look over at the zombie kobolds like very strangely, but the captain is like paying them no mind, is coming up to all of you, and she says, What's going on? What do you know about this? The Durgar. Sunblight. He, he he resides in the mountains. He sent He's this. He's getting his revenge. Yes, he sent this this Shardalin dragon. Duck! Duck! And the dragon comes in. I'd like everybody to make a dexterity saving throw as the beam strikes the building next to you and suddenly this rubble starts collapsing on top of all of you. It's a 19 for Trax. Brune got a 19 also. 8 for Fang. 16 for Donor. Okay, Spitz. A thick 6. A thick 6. <laughs> okay. Fang and Spitz. You take Eight points of bludgeoning damage. You're not buried, but you managed to get some like away from it a little bit before it. You did that at advantage, right? Spitz. Yeah. Me? You get advantage. Barbarian, bro. What? Bro. What? Yo. Still learning. I I played barbarian last campaign. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. I I was like, you have three levels of barbarian, right? Yeah. 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 Yes. So that's thirteen. Okay, you're fine. Um, oh shit, you're right! Oh. So Fang, you take eight points of damage from the, the bubble, um, and you see actually Captain Argolath grabs you and pulls you away before you get completely buried. Mutters off it. Thank you. Do you have anything you can throw against it as it makes another pass? I think it's coming around for another Traxus. pass. Do you notice it? What's that? You go, you go. Uh, uh, Don't I was going to step forward and say, do you notice if anything specific's working against it? I think we're doing some damage. We're able to knock some pieces of it off. It's obviously a not a dragon. It's made of some sort of stone. Tell your men to stay away from the stone. Do not touch the stone. Do not come any contact with the stone. Brune is going to ask Trax, do you know if the stone is weak against anything? I don't. In my studies, I've only found that it, it uh, potentially has some absorption capabilities, but also I know that it can also emit some... Uh, Less than positive effects. Uh, Donor's going to look at the captain and say, oh, do you got any spare weapons? Because I don't get a lot in terms of range. Any um, booze? She, she goes javelins. over to a man and grabs uh, grabs javelins, grabs um, bows, hands you a bow and arrow and a quiver, Donar. Yeah. Javelins. How many javelins? I'll take some javelins. <laughs> javelins, whoever needs it. Fang? Fang will, Fang will definitely take, uh, I guess, javelins. I don't think he's... Um, Spitz is also gonna take out her shield, uh, and quickly say to Trax, Do you think it's probably resistant to ice, but do you think it's worth trying to hit it with some ice? I think we have, our hypothesis is that we don't know anything about it so far, so let's test our theories. Let's give it a go. Okay, great. Um, anybody who's small and wants a bit of Bo's extra protection, come near me. Bo's at the ready! Oh, okay. Trax is gonna just... I'll pick up a okay. crossbow real quick. Because this is basically a ready to action for everybody, so the dragon swoops in, and you hear it taking a huge breath, a mechanical, like, you hear, like, gears, 
as it breathes in, ready to fire its blast. I'd like your attacks to go off now. No initiative, because you're, you're, you would go off. You're ready, ready for the attack. Go. So who uh, would like do to I pick up a, a hand go. crossbow or a heavy crossbow? A uh, big crossbow. She, have uh, she would have a uh, regular crossbow, and she wouldn't have a hand crossbow, but she would have a hand crossbow and maybe a heavy crossbow as well. I'll pick up a heavy. The loading speed on heavy is kind of crappy. But... How many javelins did we get? Uh, is she just, just kind a of a... There's like cool. Yeah. Okay. Don't I'm sorry. Are crossbows martial weapons? I think I just I thought I slipped that up. I think they. Oh, it might be. I think a hand, a hand crossbow or a light crossbow is simple, but I think a regular crossbow is martial. Let's just go around in the order that I see on my screen. So, Donar, go first. That's uh, a nine. Okay. Uh, the what were you using? Short bow. Short bow. The arrow just goes wide. Its wings are battering, and it's like the wind knocks the arrow down before you can get to it. Uh, tracks. Uh, twenty-two. That's hits. All right. So I'm hitting with my lightning launcher. What's the range on? It gets down to about... It's 90 feet. 90 feet. Okay, yeah, definitely within range. And max damage for 11. Do I have time to supercharge it? Yes. All right. So another D6 uh, for two more points of damage. Okay, so 13 total. Um, what kind of damage was this? Lightning. Lightning. Okay. And I'm definitely trying to notice if it has any effect on it. It seems to. You kind of see little black flecks kind of hit it and chip away as, okay. as the lightning blast. Um, it's about... Ni- it's actually right at the... Your your range is 90, right? Mm-hmm. It's right at the edge of your range coming down. Okay. I need... Let's see who else. A Brune. Uh, 19 for the first javelin. Mm-hmm. All right. That's going to fly for 8 damage, 8 piercing damage. And then... So Brune has his javelins like... Uh, stuck in the snow uh, vertically next to him, so he throws one, Got and it. then as like that momentum takes him, he spins, grabs one, and throws another. Uh, that's a 15 to hit with the second. The 15 misses. It, it's like the, the, the one that the first javelin hits it, and it kind of like alters its path, kind of banking to the left, and the second javelin just sails underneath its wing as it banks. Okay, Fang? Uh, 16 to hit. 16 misses. The uh, you what were you crossbow? Uh, yeah, I randomized. I picked up a light crossbow. Got it, got it. Uh, just couldn't have quite the range to get all the way up there. Uh, Spitz. Uh, nat twenty. Hey, Let's I was waiting for this nat twenty. Yeah, I saw your reaction. A yeah. yeet. <laughs> I don't know if you could tell by my dancing. So a twenty four. Uh, I'm casting ice knife. Okay, it's at night. It's ranged at ninety feet as it's coming in. So. For, but she would love to wait until it made it to 60 feet. I could do that. Hanging yeah. behind her little shield. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what she's okay. doing. Word. So, mm-hmm. I, double dice, right? Double dice. Um, That's 10 points of piercing damage. Okay. And it uh, needs... Piercing damage, correct? Yes. Okay. And then it needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. DC's only 12, though, so I'm like... Is this from a magical effect? Yes. <laughs> okay. Is it advantage? Okay. Well. That is a... Dexterity? Yes. 14. Okay, word, it saves them. <laughs> okay. And I believe it's a, a save or suck on the cold damage, but... Okay. Save or suck. Some points piercing. Okay, so it took some damage from the piercing. Word. 
And it looks like you did some the ice knives. That the piercing damage seemed to do quite a bit of damage. So no immunities. Uh, with that, she'll just say she'll just say, "I think it took some damage, y'all." Oh, frick <laughs> probably yeah. wouldn't say y'all though. Whatever. You know what? Okay. We're in a fantasy world. It felt natural. <laughs> y'all. 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 With Yins. Scottish. There's two of you that it can get. It's kind of coming down and raking with its breath weapon and there's two of you that like it'll be in the line because it can kind of like bank and like come in so it gets two of you at least I'm going to roll two six-siders and see the first six if it helps I feel like Brune would have put himself in a position to draw an attack more readily than the others uh do do an intimidation oh Oh, nice let's go uh how are we going to do this? How, how are we going to draw its attention? Uh, when he was getting ready to attack, he was getting to the front of the group and putting down the javelins, just kind of staring it in the face. I don't know, building anticipation. Uh, it was a 16 on intimidation. 16, okay. It seems to be aiming your direction, and it lines up behind you. That is tracks, actually. Okay. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, no. Okay, I need both of you to make dexterity saving throws. Hey, a 22. 18. There we go. Fine. Thank you. You both save. I'm in my, my quick armor. out of the way. Man, glad just things worked out that I'm in my my stealth armor rather than my punching armor. Because <laughs> I wouldn't. I need a long rest to change it over. So I'd be useless right now. Use, useless. Useless, 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 useless. Thank you. You didn't help us in the Durgar fight. You t- you take 17 points of radiant damage. Oh, still do. Cool. 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 Yeah. Yeah. As you that, like, you feel like the burning. It's like the red, yellow heat, and it flies off. And you see it actually flying past you and kind of like banking over the lake. What do you do? So immediately after taking that damage, I imagine we're kind of out of initiative, right? Like we're not like. Yeah, because it you can always ready an action as it approaches because it's coming in from so far away. Like it'll get you'll get your attacks off and then it'll get its attack off. If it lands and just wades into you, that's when we'll crash. Uh, so immediately, I'm gonna reach into my pack and pull out my potion of radiant resistance. Oh, here we go. Okay, oh, consume fuck that. Yeah. And how long does that last? Uh, 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 I just closed it. An hour. Got it. And then I am going to pop a level one cure wounds. So I'm going <laughs> to imagine this is probably pretty jarring for Spitz. I'm going to take out a little capsule and it's going to pop open and it's a little spider and it's going to. These little like legs pop out of it. It's like, cause when you hold it, it's upside down at first. So the legs are just kind of coming up. And so uh, it's spraying like an aloe vera salve on my burns. Oh, nice. As I, as I. I imagine my lightning launcher is kind of like a, uh, you know, it, it's powered by the armor, but I need to, like, wind it up. So it's like I need to spin the <laughs> as all this weird shit's happening. It's, uh, it, uh, it, it's fine. I'm fine. And so that is going to do, hey, 11 points of healing. What do the rest of you do? Uh, Brune just takes a deep breath and uses his second wind to give himself um let me just roll a digital d10 because that will be faster for everybody uh 11 hit points back excellent 
um, looking around where we're at, or so are we're at? Are we at some sort of like intersection? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're close to. You're about a block away from the town hall. Fang, he says, right now we are one one target waiting to be burned. Uh, would it not be prudent uh, for us to perhaps spread out into into the buildings and into the? Uh, but staying close enough, of course, uh, I can I can provide some sort of an aura of protection. But it, maybe if we spread out, we can we can divide its attention. Yeah, absolutely. If I could get somewhere with height. I'll be okay if I fall. One. I will stay here in the street, try to draw its fire as best I can. Spitz, I'm gonna go with you and try and find some height. Sounds great. Come on. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> as they walk away, he's like, "Stay within thirty feet of me." I can do. Okay. Um, you start climbing. Uh, make investigation rolls just to find like a proper vantage point, because you, you're not familiar with any of these buildings or insides of them. As you like run through and you're like people are in there kind of hiding in the buildings and they're, they're like screaming at you. Like, I got a sixteen. Advantage on that. Well, the highest is twenty-one for me. Yeah, you get you can find a nice spot where you get a good view of the, the sky. Uh, also, quickly, Spitz will ask tracks. Now I know I'm asking you a lot of questions, but I just trust you because you seem pretty smart. Yeah, well, thank you. Do you think it's more worth it to keep hitting it with magic? Or to do something that might protect me a bit more. I'm worried that the the creature has some sort of magical resistance. It seems like your your ice knife did damage, uh, but I, I might I might recommend doing something that might protect you. Okay, great, wonderful. Then, if as long as you stay close to me, I might be able to help you in case of some more radiant damage. Hmm, I'd appreciate that. Of course. Little one. Tiny pads. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> oh, I forgot to roll for Valen. Uh, Sorry. As the, dra- as the dragon went by, she casts, pulls the wand out, and three magic missiles, pew, 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 come out and arc toward the dragon. And I, uh, Trax is definitely observing that to see if it, to make sure it does damage. Imagine his little, that little uh, eyes of minute seeing the little, you know, flip out the little spy kids glasses. Oh, yes. That's yes. It. We all think it. Well, yeah. that's like, only, that only works. It only works within like a. Oh, fine. Killjoy, Ron. <laughs> yeah. Fine. I'm just, I'm just say, watching normally. Spitz would lose her mind over that. <laughs> this is also probably the furthest in town she's ever been. Make an Arcana check, tracks. Okay. Oh, dang. That's a 13. They hit, and you see little bits of oh, okay. coming off of it. Um, she says, and looks the red fang, kind of gives you a wink. And says, Not much. I just don't want to waste any spells yet. But how'd I do? Fang just gives a with a nod. He's focused on the action. Like, baby, now, now might be the time to waste those spells. <laughs> I'm sorry, dragon. are you saving them? The dragon kind of banks, breathes one more time, kind of knocking out a couple of these buildings here on, along the shore and then suddenly banks to the left and starts whew, soaring north over Loch Dinashir away from the town. What? Shit! Get back to the dog sleds! Okay, you start getting back to the dog sleds. Captain Argoleth is like waving at you and you see her suddenly 
get this really pained look in her face as she's waving at you. You're, you're about t- uh, 50 yards away from her as she's waving you. He's like, get after it, get after it. And suddenly, you see blood come up. And behind Fuck. her, a Duragar appears. Roll initiative. Damn it. Fuck. Oh my god. Jesus god damn it. Christ. And life is a fucking nightmare. Captain Argolath has taken damage from the fight, and she she was not doing well to begin with. Oh, no. And this final, like, she just goes down as a Duragar is standing over her with the war pick. Let's see. Rune, what'd you get? Uh, 13. Uh, tracks. Ah, shit. Uh, ah, where'd it go? Uh, hang on, sorry. Uh, b- 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 14. 14. Bang. Even with advantage? Nine. Bang. Uh, Donar. 15. 15. Spitz. 10. Okay. They suck, too. Okay. Um, <laughs> Donar. Um, you said we're, what, 50 yards away? About, uh, about that. Di- I'm just gonna say that distance is on the map right now. Okay, so let me see. Nice. Okay. So, Donar's got his uh, short bow in his left hand. Ooh, let me check my notes real quick. So mm-hmm. I might be doing something new. Um, yeah, okay. So, uh, Donar's going to see this Duragar and remember that very recently he was at the, at the will of these things in battle. Mm-hmm. And he's going to say, don't let him get away! And he's going to run up 10 feet, or I guess 15 and pointing a hand out, uh, I guess two two fingers out, um, with his right hand, we'll say, if his short bow's in the left hand, and he's going to say, Meet me! And that's how Donar casts Fairy Fire. Nice. Oh, no, all my spell slots. Oh. We got to rewind. God damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> he oh, does no. it, but then nothing happens. He does it, but then nothing happens. Rats. Okay, so... And, you start to draw upon your like your like magical energies, and you're like holding the fry- frying pan in your hand, and like like the, the shades in one hand and the frying pan in the other, and suddenly, just like nothing there. God no damn. magical energies to draw upon. Do I still have time to shoot this short bow? Yes, you can still take your action. Well, that's a cool thing. I was gonna surprise you. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> what meat nade trends translates to interconic it's something fun uh so donor's gonna land where he landed on the map and fire the short bow copying like he copied kai's elbow daggers he's mm-hmm. copying how brune fires a bow i don't know if there are specificities in what brune does okay but he's doing exactly what brune does it's perfect form yeah <laughs> <laughs> well that's a 15 great. okay 15 misses uh he's Pulls the shield up in time to block the arrow. Just gonna boom, right yeah. into his shield. Donar was distracted because of his lack of fairy fire. So, okay, so yeah, as, as a bonus action, yeah, okay, yeah, as a bonus action, uh, Donar is going to say to Brune, "You can do it better than I can. Go for it, bro." Giving him bardic inspiration. Oh uh, yeah. One d six. Tracks your turn. All right, so I'm gonna run over here so I can get a clear line of fire on him, and I'm going to unleash a lightning bolt on him. Okay. Oh, hey, uh, 26. Oh, that definitely hits. First one does eight points of damage. Mm-hmm. Second, well, I'll do the, I'll charge it right now, plus five. Okay. And then I'm going to try and hit him again. Second attack does nat 20. Let's go, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you! Oh, on a one and a four, so ten. He's still up. 
And that'll be it for me. Blood dripping off the, the, the war pit. Brune's going to take two of those javelins that were uh, still stacked next to him, and he's going to run his whole 30 feet and throw them uh, mm-hmm. mid-run. So the first okay. one... Oh, that sucks. Uh, is an 11 to hit. Uh, the javelin goes wide. And the second is a dirty 20 to hit. Dirty 20 does hit. Uh, nine damage, and I'm going to use a superiority die. Uh, the the uh, second javelin hits it right in the chest, and you just see blood. Oh, great. Then I'll, uh... And the Duragar goes down to his knees and falls forward over the body of Captain Argalath. Great. And that's the only one we see, right? Yes. Got it. Cool. That's the end. Okay. Spitz? Ah! Uh, Spitz is a little on edge. Because she's like, well, we only see one. But, you know, who's to say? Uh, and she's going to run up uh, her 30 feet, which I think... Mm-hmm. I think I started a little too far away from the folks. Like here? Yeah. That corner there? I don't know how to move myself. Uh, can I see anybody else? Make a perception check. Great. That is... 15... You, you look around and you see because you're not the only ones here. I didn't want to pull out like a billion tokens for like because there's <laughs> guards here on the shore and yeah. up here there was up around there like they were getting ready to fire uh, crossbows at the Duragar, um, but you don't see or hear anybody except for the guards who are who are like very upset and starting to rush toward uh, Captain Argalath. That's as far as she can move. You can dash if you wish. I think I shall. Okay. I shall dash. Okay. Dashing. Skaboo! To about here in the road? Mm hmm. Yeah, you look down and you see Captain Argolath, like blood coming from the wound in her back, like it's kind of spreading out over the white snow. I don't see anything else. I don't I don't see any other mm-hmm. hostile looking folks. No, no, you don't see anybody. Is that it? Anything else? I, I'm, I'm still prepared and I would. Yeah, I just am hanging on to my my shield. Okay. Suspicious. Okay. She's going to make a death saving throw. That's a 16, so it's one success. Okay. Fang. Yeah, so Fang does a full circle, like, desperately looking for more threats. Make a perception check. At advantage. Alright. If I have to. 18. Fang. You smell something coming from this building right here. What do you do? As a bonus action... Uh, no, as an action, Fang throws out his uh, Twilight Sanctuary. Okay. He moves ever so slightly. Um, he creeps in toward the building. Um, mm-hmm. You say it's just like a wall, like a like a corner. But it's I, like a, it's I, like a building. It's not quite. It's taking some damage, but it's not. It's it's an it's whole. The building is whole. Then uh, Fang is going. He'll approach uh, that direction, following his nose. And if you'll allow me, since it's not me, uh, and I've used my action, um, I do believe that Pinky. If I <laughs> use my telepathy and I say, tell me, someone is on the other side of this wall. It allows and... you to cast the tech thoughts, and that's kind of an action, I believe. 
Uh, is the tech thoughts a bonus or an action? But you've already used your uh, bonus. It is an action. Yeah. So, so I've already used my, my action for that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, well, then there, Fang, Fang will silently, he'll give like a, he'll try to get Donar's attention. Uh, and if he looks, he'll just give a, a, a dead silent, like, he'll point to his nose, and then he'll point here to the wall. And he will ready a guiding bolt um, for the first sign of an enemy. Okay, Donar's going to see that and silently not. Okay. So, out of the buildings, these enlarged Duragar burst through the stone walls. The, the, the <laughs> walls. They're not stone walls. Burst through the wooden walls and start to attack you, running at you, Donar, and at you, Fang. Fang, your guiding bolt goes off when you see it burst through the wall. Great. That is going to be a 23 to hit. Okay. 23 hits. Oh, what terrible rolls. Only 12 points of radiant damage. And they rush out. The one... He basically just gets far enough to get through the door, like the, the break a hole through the wall, and it uses his war pick to attack Fang. That is a four plus knock. Uh, that misses. So you managed to duck out of the way. Actually, he might be at advantage. Let me check this real quick. Because he's enlarged. No, he just gets that. Okay, yeah, it doesn't help. Doesn't help. The other Duragar charges out of the building and rushes at Donar. And that is 18 plus 23. Yeah, that's gonna happen. He does double damage dice for with his war pick. And that is 10 points of piercing damage okay. on you. So he just brings it down, kind of like the wood, pieces of wood from the building kind of like falling all around you as he, he's attacking you. Ugh. To the east, this Duragar appears holding a crossbow and fires at at Spitz. And that is a... That's a 15 to hit you. Eat it! Eat it. So you manage to like just kind of like duck down as the bolt flies over your head. Yeah. Okay. Valen, who is up here to the north, fires another magic missile out of her wand at the Duragar that attacked Fang and does that many points. He's hurting pretty bad. Okay. Donar's next. So, okay, now, now I see the other one. Okay, so first thing that Donar is going to do is spend a key point to take Step of the Wind as a bonus action and disengage. Got it. Stepping away from uh, this one to the north, but do, do I see any any uh, like, like do I see any rooftop around that would provide a good decent cover from either of these? Is their reach that tall? They're nine feet tall. These buildings are one story for the most part. I think like the highest part are like 15 feet high and then like towards like the doorways it's like maybe 10 to 12. Okay, gotcha. Um, so I guess then what I'm going to do is God, I have range now and don't Donar, Donar is afraid because of his recent bout so he is going to disengage and he is going to go back in this direction towards what's left of this house. Correct, yes. Staying within 30 feet of Fang and t- t- taking a look at this house to the west of him, is there any possible way to get on this roof? 
Uh, the southern part of it, yes. Okay, cool. So he's going to scramble up that if he can. Okay. If I have anything yeah. left. No, no roll needed because monk shit, dope monk shit, monk shit. Yeah, um, dope monk shit. Okay. So, um, it, it's a little unsteady. Like if you like did some serious combat up here fighting, like if something was up here with you and you're fighting it, it might cave in. But right now you're fine. Okay, cool. Um, so he's going to take purchase on this corner. Alton style. Who's that? Listen. Um, <laughs> and uh, with his short bow, he is going to fire at the Durgar currently engaged with Fang. Okay. You have advantage from my guy. Thanks, brother. All right. So let's see. Thank God. So that's a 17 to hit. That hits. Nice. All right. So that is as my dice fall to the floor all around me. That's going to do six points of piercing damage. And how would you like to put this Duragar down into the ground? Oh, man. Okay, so uh, unexpected. I guess Donar is still copying Bruins. He's going to take a deep breath, Alton style. That No, that was... Do you have a cooking show? God, different... The opposite of Alton Brown. Um, he is going to take a deep breath and I guess find a weak point in this thing's skull and send it straight through on the first try. Okay. The enlarged skull of the Duragar, like suddenly just like a foop as the bolt, as the, as the short bow, because they're shorter arrows, right? Yeah, I imagine. A little bit, you know, and so they, they lands and it kind of goes all the way through Oof. and like you just see a little bit of feathers poking out and suddenly the Durgar falls, and as it does, it shrinks down to normal, and you see the arrowhead burst out the other side. That's such a cool visual. Hell yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it falls down dead. Yeah. Uh, is gonna shout out, one more northeast, I think. I don't have a compass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm trying not to make too many jokes. Like, people are dying. <laughs> <laughs> that that's how that's how Donar deals with uh, stressful Quits. situations. Yeah, though. he definitely yeah. like Spider-Man. <laughs> exact. Donar is Spider-Man. Like most Marvel. He's movies. on a building. <laughs> like at the end of your turn, you get seven temporary hit points. Thanks, Trax, your turn. So I am going to run down here to where he used to be, and then I'm going to put myself between the Durgar and Fang, mm-hmm. and I'm going to unleash a lightning bolt at him. Okay. First one. Is it 21? That hits. That is going to do nine points of damage. Okay. Lightning just races up its large form, like crackling up. Second one does 22 damage. Or not 22. It hit 22 to hit. <laughs> 22 damage. <laughs> I don't For think so. yeah. <laughs> 10 damage plus okay. a supercharge, which is going to do another two points. Okay. It's hurting really bad. Okay. The nine temporary hit points. Thank you. Uh, Brune. Uh, Brune is going to uh, just kind of normal pace walk at it uh, with his <laughs> with he, he draws his flail, spins it. Uh, he looks a Duergar in the eye and just says, "Size does not equal skill," and he just goes for the legs like he likes to do. Yeah. Uh, that is a 16 to hit. The 16 hits. He he tries to pull his shield down. Like, he had it like he was guarding his face against the lightning strike. And then he sees you coming. He tries to pull his shield down. 
and he just missed and goes right, hits right on the knee. Awesome for eight damage. Okay, you hear that knee crack with a satisfying crunch, and he just like and falls down, immobile. Ah, shit. Uh, Brune will call over in Donar's direction and say, "This one is down." Hell yeah, dude. And uh, he'll. Do, can I make like another just kind of perception check of the buildings or anything in that kind of east direction? Um, really, you can't really make a perception check. So use your action to attack. Gotcha. Um, but uh, you don't really. All you see is you see a Duragar past the prone body of the captain and uh, Spitz over there. And it is speaking of Spitz. It is her turn. Okay. Sorry, Josh. Twelve temporary points. Uh, so with this, Spitz is gonna yell back to the guys, because she's the only one over there. Uh, I've got a, one more over here and a dying lady, too! Uh, and then, uh, she's just gonna run up to this little guy. Okay. Because he's small. Uh, and take out her great axe and just try to slice him in half. He looks a little nervous. He just saw, like, his friends get just murderized. Yeah, she's like twice the size, almost. Yeah. So, fingers crossed. Uh, 16 to hit. Uh, 16 hits. Wait, you're gonna do that. He, he, like, fumbles his crossbow, drops it to the ground, tries to get his shield out, and it's just not in time for you to, like, strike him with the, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Uh, he, I rolled a 10 out of 12, so he gets 14 points of, nice. uh, slashing damage. Okay. Skrapow. Pow. And anything I else spits? I think that's all. Okay. Yes, because I don't have two weapons. That's okay. Okay. Uh, Captain Argolath makes another death saving throw. That's a natural one. Oh, no. Okay. So two failures, one success. Fang, your turn. Fang. So both of these over here are down. Um, Can I make another... Maybe like smell check to see if there's anything else nearby. Make a perception. Uh, um, yeah, make a perception check. This would be your action. Oh, you kind of oh, like you kind of like taking a second to kind of. You can you still have your bonus action, but disregard. Um, I'm going to I'm going to take my full movement, um, putting me 25 feet from the captain who mm-hmm. has been down for far too long, um, and Fang. Oh, no, that's touch. Fuck, I don't have any more. It's all touch. Yeah, he'll dash to get to her, but then that's all I can do. Okay. So he's next to uh, the captain. Okay. The Duergar that is remaining, like, barks something. You, you speak Dwarven, don't you? I sure do. Hey. Whoa, really? Uh, ah. That's a first for our group. Okay. The Duergar says in... Dwarven at you and says, The sun blights will wipe the scourge of humanity from this valley and strikes at you with the war pick for a 16 plus for dirty 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that hits. Uh, he's not enlarged, so this is just a normal 7 plus 2, 9 points. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Okay. You're not raging yet, are you? You're not. No. Okay. No, I'm hanging okay. on to that for the mo. For the mo. Um, and it's the only Duragar. No other Duragar appear. Top of the round, Donar. 
Donner's going to whip around as soon as he hears Spitz yelling. Seeing the situation with the captain, he's going to quickly fire off another short bow attack. And that is going to be... Uh, how does a natural 20 sound? Hey! Oh, sounds, sounds, bad. Hey. sounds dank, Paul. So that is going to... It's an air horn kind of night. Oh, hell yeah. That's 13 points of piercing. Donar, the final blow <laughs> is yours. Hell yeah. Donar is going to say, um, seeing an attack spit, Hey, you! Get the fuck away from our new friend! <laughs> and um, copying it. Uh, Bruin style once more. Uh, he's gonna go for the legs because that's what Bruin would do. Okay. So I guess sweep the leg. <laughs> it's it, arrow to the knee, yes. and then and then I guess the Duragar falls down and hits its head, and that's what actually it takes fall, it out. There's like a um, like a chimney right here, like a fallen chimney. So there's like a bunch of bricks here. It, like you hit the knee and it buckles and it falls in its head crunches against the the bricks. Yeah, it does. Blood. Uh, I'm going to keep going in rounds. Uh, anything else, Donar? Um, uh, no, uh, he's, he's going to say as a bonus action, all right, there could still be someone out there. Uh, <laughs> is it metagaming? Because I know Trax is next in initiative to give him bardic inspiration. <laughs> you can do that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> wow, your, say, your instincts are quite acute. Yeah, dude, I learned it from you, and you can do whatever you gotta do next. <laughs> and that's part of inspiration. Trax, what are you gonna do next? All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> but so, seeing that all of the the current Durgar are down, he's immediately gonna try and find his way back to the dog sleds and say, "The dragon has already headed north. It's time for us to make our way to Brinchander." Yeah, Valen actually, on her turn, last turn, like, went over to the dog sleds and was, like, commanding them to kind of get closer to the wall. So that's going to be his turn. Okay. Rune? Rune will, um, just start walking towards the dog sleds. Okay. Spitz. Um, Spitz is going to go up to Captain and, the Captain and Fang. And just look at Fang and say, Is she important? Can she help? As important as any of us. Great. And cast Cure Wounds. Nice. And with a gasp, like, you just saw the blood kind of, like, was getting really wide in the snow. Deep red, dark red. And with a gasp, you hear, <gasps> And the captain looks up at you, spits, and Fang, and closes her eyes. I gave all I could. Thank you. Thank you. Ugh. That will be quite enough. Thank you. And you see guards running up to help her. Go chase the dragon. Get that bastard. We'd love to take any ranged weapons or any healing things that you could potentially uh, provide I don't for have us. any healing. We've used it all up. I don't Understandable. The uh, Take as many javelins and um, bows and arrows as you, as you need. Great. Fang squeezes her hand and says, thank you. And as he stands up, he yells at the guards. He says, stabilize this woman now. And they rush over. They've been running the whole time, running over to her. And they slide in with bandages and start helping her. Starts running towards her. Are we going to go out? Are we out of combat? We are now officially because she... I had to stay in combat because if it got to after Spitz's turn, and I was going to roll the d20 in the roll 20 chat to see 
yeah. what it was going to be. But, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. So D- Donar is going to jump off this roof using his reaction to slow fall. Okay. Um, and then quickly scavenge and find as many arrows as he can for his short bow before joining them at the dog sled. Okay. Trax and Valin and Brune actually bring over the dog sleds up closer so it's faster to get into them. Oh, nice. Curbside. Uh, Spitz is going to grab <laughs> as many of those weapons that you mentioned mm-hmm. as you will let me. Okay. Yep. Um, you could, well, so you have a dog sled to carry them on. Um, yep, you can get um, probably up to 12 javelins and six 20, 20 arrow quivers. Yeah, so, yeah, so like 120 arrows, six uh, quivers with 20 arrows each, and what I say, 12 javelins? Mm-hmm. Brune is going to grab five of those javelins and with his straps kind of do a thing with his chest that they like are on the back of his cape and shell that they mm-hmm. all stick up forwards. Like several, yeah, fanning out behind him. Are there di- a, a long, uh, a heavy crossbow is a martial weapon? Mm-hmm. Is that what we I believe so? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, would there happen to be one of those? Uh, the um, yes, yes. There's not very many of them. Just the heavy yeah, crossbows yeah, yeah. also have like a a loading property, I believe. So it takes longer to load them. Cool, but that's still. Yeah. Uh, Spitz would definitely take at least one of those. Okay. And they give you a pack of 20 bolts to go with it. Great. Valen says, come on, come on. The dragon's getting away. Let's go. You have managed to save some of East Haven. Congratulations. Good God. You get on the dog sleds and you start out of town. And you look to the north and you see the dragon heading out over the frozen lake toward Cairdinaval. What do you do? To the west? To the west. Are you going to go along the road? Yeah, yeah. Okay. If we go along the road, it'll take us four hours. Again, if you need a rest, I suggest you start taking it. Yeah, Brune, I can drive if you got to rest up. If we can no, make it I- to Targos, that's even better. Targos, True. Targos would take us in an extra hour, so it'd be five hours. I say we try for Targos, then. The original plan. I will take your offer, Donar, and I'll hand him the reins. All right, you can sit in the back. Or wherever you want. I was making a card joke, it doesn't matter. Don't Shotgun. don't backseat no mush. backseat sledding. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, for the sake of, like, rest and road trip, you can, like, lay out. It, okay. There are no cars here. <laughs> <laughs> so the dragon only had... Two and a half hours in East Haven. Okay. Was um, the was the path like Caradenval, Kerkonig, Lonelywood, Tourmaline, Targos? Tourmaline and then Lonelywood. Oh, okay. Got it. I see. Yeah, so it was gonna if go. We, if we can, I say we if we get to Targos and still no sign of the dragon, then we, we press to Bremen if we can. Yeah, we gotta okay. save them. We don't even know him yet. Bremen's only another half hour. I say if we get Targos. to Targos and we see no sign of the dragon, we make it towards Bremen. Agreed? Good plan. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And the folks who need a long rest, uh, who need a long time of sleeping, <laughs> you know, potentially called a long rest, <laughs> should start that immediately. As soon as we get and there, yes. potentially there might be a little bit for when we get there, because if we're on the road and they can start that rest, it might be good. Hopefully your your falcons reached Termalane and Lonelywood. God, I hope so. What's their fly speed? Uh, what did you say, 90? No, 80. 
Um, a, a giant eagle is 80 feet. Oh, I guess it's just a falcon. It's a falcon. Yeah. Yeah. Falcon 5E. Here we go. On roll 20, it is 60 feet. Uh, when Fang gets into the sled, he's going to pat um, Valen on the shoulder, and he'll just say, Let me do some math. Thank you for your help. And he'll settle in for that uh, as long of a rest as he can get. Um, it's still bumpy. You're, uh, as long as you're on the road, you can get a short rest, but you cannot get a long rest in. Okay, so you travel up to to the intersection. And that takes you, well, you're on the road, so that's like an hour and and about a half. As you're traveling out of East Haven, the first hour, you see, because you can see up to the shadowy, like, outcropping of the castle, looking over Loch Denishir, the small town kind of, like, nestled around the care. You can see the dragon go in. Breathe once as a white hot beam, yellowish radiant beam lands, and then the dragon goes down and disappears into the town. You get to the intersection. What do you do? Press on. Keep going. Keep headed. You keep traveling along the east way, correct? Mm hmm. It is eight miles. So that's two and a half, I'm going to say. Yeah. You get to outside of Bren Shander. And you see a small group of people at the gates, and they're, like, ushering them in. It looks like there are, outside of the east gate, there's about a hundred people. They've set up some tents outside of the gate. You see some people who are just delirious. And they're, they're like, please, we have to get inside, we have to get inside. And the guards are like, what's, what's going on? And you see, like, clerics are here, and they're treating some of the wounded, because there's, like, broken limbs and burns you hear like some of them just talking to the guards and letting them know about dragon you just hear the word dragon over and over and over again um you you don't really see anybody who's particularly in charge right now uh just uh, the guards of the gate uh they're trying to usher them inside but they're also hurt like these these uh, survivors are hurt um from listening to them talk as you're riding up uh, on the sled they seem to be survivors from Goodmead and Dugan's Hole. You actually see for a second, like you get as you get up there, and you see a guard escorting Speaker Dermoot into inside of the gates. What do you do? I'm sorry. Are you the speaker? I'm sorry. You know Speaker Dermoot. Do we, okay. I couldn't remember if we is met he the Goodmead one. No, this is a Speaker Dermoot is from Dugan's Hole. Dugan's Hole. It was the woman. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I okay. probably also know her. You do know her. Speaker, speaker, yeah, yeah, speaker. Yeah. Track, track spot foot. You met us uh, a few days ago. Uh, yeah, I, I, I gave you some of the, oh, the liquor. She yeah. you just see like soot, and she's covered, and her arm is broken. And she's got it in a sling. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about your town, but, but uh, we, we cannot rest right now. Will you do something for us? Of, of, of course, whatever I could do. You know the speaker of this town, correct? We have met at... Well, no. No, because remember... Oh, they don't go to the... They don't go to the thing. She's but, like, I've, I've uh, met her... Do I've you met, know... I've met, I've met her once. Okay, you know who she is. You know you can get to her. She will trust you. I need you to tell her that the dragon is coming here. Uh, how, how far away is it? We're not sure. She says it completely decimated... It destroyed every building. Are you all that is left? 
Me and I think there's 24 of us survived. That's half the population. My uh, good friends of mine. And she's just like, obviously like tra- traumatized. The Sunblights will not rest until they destroy every single person in Ten Towns. I need you to go and tell the speaker to prepare for an attack. Can you do that? I could do that. I could do that. Got the guards. The guards actually like grab her and say, like, we can, we can take care of this. And they take her quickly and actually put her on a, um, a horse, ride her to th- through the town. What do you do? Very good. All these people outside the gate, um, nobody's le- They're slowly getting them in. They're basically like just trying to treat their wounds. Mm-hmm. Like just when a bunch of people like hurt showed yeah. up, it was just easier to do it now. Um, as they're slowly being shuffled in, Fang is, uh, I imagine, kind of touching various injured people to gauge their uh, their injuries, and his, mm-hmm. his he's kind of overwhelmed with how much damage has been done, and he he kind of he gets overwhelmed, and he uh, he kind of speaks out, and he says, "Everyone, listen." He's like, "If you are injured, take shelter, find a cleric, and." Get yourselves fixed up. Anyone who is willing to fight, find yourselves a ranged weapon. Anyone who would like to evacuate Icewind Dale, head southward now. As all you've all heard by now, a dragon is approaching. You are in charge of your own fates today. Icewind Dale will stand or fall. Where you go for it is up to you. Fang will kind of start to usher like injured toward the, the gate. Okay. Philin kind of like does one of these claps. Actually, Fang taken inspiration. Oh, that was nice. That, was that nice. tracks us yeah. out. Nice speech. Fang's on a mission right now, just getting everybody okay. to help yeah. whoever needs it. Rinshander is a pretty pretty big place. Uh, it has a population of twelve hundred. Spitz, you haven't really been because this is the most urban. Of uh, it's actually a walled city. The only other walled city in Bryn, in uh, Ten Towns is Targos, but this is like pretty urban so you haven't really been i don't think i don't know if you've been inside the city at all i don't think she has so she's just a little awkward right now overwhelmed yeah you never met the speaker in brinshander so you're not sure who that is i'm not sure spitz would know who it is here some guards come out and what what can you tell us about the dragon did you see it did you see it it is mechanical in nature covered in a mineral known as shardolin and they're kind of like listening every on your every word. If you have any way to protect yourself from radiance, I recommend doing so. Radiance, its breath weapon I, I... is a radiant weapon. It will strafe while attacking. We are unsure if it currently has any means to fight on foot. We have ballistas we can pull out of storage and then get up to the to the walls. East Haven put up a fight and it left after a short time. Perhaps if we fight, if you fight here, you can stave it off again. We are going to head towards Targos. If it falls, we will come back here. Where is the dragon currently? I would guess on its way, if not reaching Lonelywood or Termalane. Its flight okay. path is counterclockwise through the Ten Towns. Okay, I will pass word along to the speaker and the sheriff. And Thank he you. takes off. What would you like to do? Well, hitting the road... Just cut through the middle. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. You take off. It's easier to go around the city than go through it. It's faster. 
If we're going, are we going north or south around? Probably south. South. I think okay. the, to the south, it's more of a flat. You get that okay? Because Brinchander is built upon a hill. Gotcha. Looking. Normally, people would go through because you want to like rest and shelter here, mm-hmm. but uh, it's flatter to the south. Okay. So you can just come down off the east way and slowly make your way around to the road on the other side. You have the road leading to Targos is three miles. You head that direction? Well, that direction. Valen, like looking over at Fang, nodding, looking at the other two wagons. Like, We've got this. We've, she's like kind of muttering to herself. It's like, like stealing herself for battle. The rest of you, what are you thinking right now? Donar. Uh. <laughs> Donar is uh, has been focused on Brune actually this whole time, learning that there are only twenty four survivors from Dugan's Hole, and he's thinking to himself, maximum saving of people from here on out. If we can't save everyone, save enough. Not not save enough, but save as many as we can for the homies. Tracks, what are you thinking right now? As much as. Trax is trying to think about saving everyone. He can't stop thinking about Vulu and his real body. That either he might be dead, or he might evacuate to where they are. Brune, what are you thinking? Uh, At the beginning of all of this uh, dragon stuff, uh, Brune was sure that uh, Saloon brought him here to... uh, conquer the dragon and become uh, worthy of going back home, uh, but throughout the travels and the the destruction, he started to think that it's more about saving as many people as he can rather than uh, killing the dragon itself. Spitz, what are you thinking? Spitz is thinking about all that she's seen and all that she's taken in. She is, like, making sure she has all of her javelins ready. There is a fire of rage building inside of her. Yeah, there's seen much death and destruction today. Yeah. Uh, she just is so upset at how this unnatural, horrible thing is destroying this place that she loves so much. So to her, she's gonna do everything she can to kill this thing. So she's preparing. Fang, what are you thinking? So Fang has come into a little bit of new information that no one else is aware of um, uh, in, the, in his travels here. Listeners, if you want to know what that information is, subscribe to our Patreon and check out some of our bonus content. Um, but Fang, um, because of, of his, his travels and what he has, uh, what, what has recently come to light, he is devastatingly worried about uh, his parents and where they could have been at the moment the dragon was released um, what they were doing who they were with um, and he's he's just pleading to as much as I get to kind of echo what Zach as much as he's he wants to be focused on the people of, of ten towns he he's focused very much on on his parents right now and and potentially uh, being at a um breaking point uh, when it comes to his promise to them. As your sleds travel along the road, the wooden walls of Targos up ahead, the frozen lake Mare Duldon in the distance, the camera flies back up. You can see all of the valley below. 
The camera moves quickly to Lonelywood, where a falcon is sitting on the post outside of Nimsy Huddle's home, and she's listening to a recording, and she shouts at everyone, Children, pack up! Russell! Russell! <laughs> run around the town! Get everyone every, everyone's attention! We have to evacuate now! The camera moves up into the air again and flies over to Kerkonig, where the dragon is raging through the town, its claws tearing building upon building down to its foundation. Up on top of the hill, you see a dragonborn holding a sword, and with a breath, charges down the hill, holding the sword over his head. For Kerkonig! Rushing down the hill, and that's where we're going to stop for the evening. Trovis, no! <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Trovis! My heart what rate a, this whole entire what a night. Game, Ron. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. Take a god. point of inspiration, Ron. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Take Thank them you. all. Ron, you're amazing, but also, fuck you. <laughs> sorry. Rat sorry. bastard. That's where Ron <laughs> operates. <sighs> I'll, uh, after this is over, I have to tell you what the book actually had in store for Trovis if he had been still been a drinker. So. Oh, oh, no way. I forgot we did that. Yeah, yeah. Donar. Hell yeah. Donar did that. Yeah. Donar got him sober. Mm-hmm. People just want Donar. to be heard, man. Mm-hmm. That's all. Those were some good fucking episodes. Oh, oh good God. Three cheers for Ron Murphy. What? How about oh, that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's part one of Destruction's Light. Yeah. I don't think I... That's <laughs> just part one, y'all. I don't think I ever felt like that even during like the big stuff of Avernus. Like, the stakes are so high. Some big yeah. stakes are high. Big moments yeah. tonight. Um, is there anything that we would like to talk about? Any beer recommendations or um, antacids to kind of calm your... <laughs> yeah. Well, since since Blake's not here, I was drinking, in honor of Brune, some Elysian yes. Space Dust. Nice. Ooh. Very nice. hoppy, very delicious. It's classic. Mm. Uh, I didn't pull up a review. I've been busy. So uh, does anybody have one just offhand? I guess we don't. In the um, Discord, maybe? Is there I, have I have a, a There was one there, but I, it was an old one. I think we read I that one. I think I read actually. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll read my review of us right now. Okay. We're great. <laughs> the end. You know what? You're in your face. And that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. Thanks for listening. That was from Idris Elba. <laughs> if, if you're listening to this. Um, my You're this, my welcome. background has been Idris Elba this whole time, as it should be, as it should be. <laughs> it's nice. I I have felt comfort. Follow us on Twitter. You'll see the picture of our. Like, we always take a picture of everybody re- getting ready for the game in Zoom. So and post it every every week, every time we record. Yeah. So you'll you'll see you'll see. Yeah. Um, I think with each episode drop, I'm gonna post the picture of me with my background. Perfect. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Like yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else we want to talk about? Well, let's do our wrap up. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Paul. I've been playing Donar Dracodonian, the Dragonborn Monk Bard. Uh, you can follow me on, I guess, Twitter <laughs> at the Paul Geary, maybe Instagram <laughs> one day. Um, uh, should be a DM. Thanks. Uh, a lot of people on Twitter are actually dealing with the exact same thing. They've been. De- we'll talk after. We'll talk after. Well, there's no way to DM Twitter. I've sent emails. It's been a whole thing. Um, but if you're having a rough day, shoot me a DM and, and we can we can talk it out. If you ever need someone to vent to. 
Guys, thanks for listening tonight. My name is Ross. I've been playing Fang, your uh, shifter Twilight cleric. Uh, find me on Twitter at GriffRM. And uh, I am still slowly chugging away at my Legend of Zelda homebrew one shot that is... We're close, man. We're close to doing oh, it. I have I not forgotten so about it. I've been talking about it for weeks. For my notebook is full of scratchings. I got to put it all together. And I, I have like three more things to kind of hash out but i'm really excited about it so keep eyes peeled oh, for I that so in the future excited for that uh what's up everybody i'm josh i've been playing brune the tortle uh you can find me on twitter and instagram at josh and around 88 and uh you know yeah i put the call out a while ago but if you've got any more kind of uh like proverbs or ancient wisdom quips you want to throw me on twitter i'll uh right put those in my in my chart i have a extensive chart of situations and different sayings that i've found or come up with so i'm always trying to add to that just in case one day i'll post it on something oh, oh yeah that's yes, good for please. real life too just good to have right right, right. <laughs> very <laughs> motivational hey all this is zach playing tracks uh follow me at zach burrell 10 on twitter yeah i, I hope you're enjoying hope you're also feeling a little bit of relief after this very stressful episode uh, let us know what you think join our discord yeah hi i'm claire i think this is what i go is. yeah uh yeah word okay um uh, i have been playing spitz the goliath barbarian druid um my first full episode with yeah, the let's go um, you can find me on Twitter at FemSloth. Uh, if you think of an emote or something that the reaction-wise that the gang might do and you want to see that, let me know. Or if you want to, like, see a sticker for, that you would buy. If oh, time, that's, yeah. Hit that's me up. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Send that in my DMs. Boo! <laughs> uh, also, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. I run those pages now. Yay! Uh, Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> I know what I do. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank you all so much. This has been a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful episode. And the everything we worked toward these past 30 episodes has been building to this little, this epic, epic moment. And I'm really excited for where it is going next. Uh, my name is Ron Murphy. You can find me on Twitter at Ron88KeysRBDM. Please subscribe and leave us a review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts and share us with all your friends. Please join our Patreon for extra. uh, You can get your episodes early and get bonus content and hopefully a lot more in the future. Follow us on Twitter at SeveredSonsDND and we have a Discord as well. Thank you to Wizards of the Coast, D&D Beyond, Roll20. And thank you to Sirenscape, Andre Sitkoff, and the Monument Studios for the amazing sound effects and music. Stay frosty! If Russell dies, we riot! (laughs) (laughs) Ron, you earned those letters tonight. Hey, y'all. If the last two years have taught me anything, other than the fact that I'm never actually going to make sourdough bread at home, it's that human beings thrive in communities of like-minded people. We may not be able to see the people we care about every day, but the internet has ways to bridge the gap. That's why I'm inviting you to join the Severed Sons Discord, where members of our awesome community talk about whatever's on their minds. Anime 
video games, art, theater, D&D, of course, and very serious channels like Zach's Saggy Curtain and Josh's Squeaky Chair. I'm tearing up already. The Severed Sons Discord is a way for all of us to connect in a time when Zoom calls are tough to schedule, but apps are easy to open. You can find a link to our Discord in the link tree in our Twitter bio. We hope to see you in the server. Until then, stay frosty. Frosty.